What are the Minsk agreements? Thanks for asking. The main aim of the 2014 and 2015 Minsk agreements was to prevent war in Europe, but they were repeatedly breached over the years and eventually became obsolete when Russia invaded Ukraine in February 2022. How did the agreements come to be signed in the first place? Fighting broke out in Ukraine's Donbass region in early 2014, opposing pro-Russian separatists and the Ukrainian army. As the year progressed, the Organization for Security and Cooperation in Europe started working on peace negotiations with Ukrainian and Russian representatives. A number of meetings took place over the summer, and a first agreement was signed on the 5th of September 2014. It wasn't particularly successful, however, and a second package of peacekeeping measures, which became known as Minsk II, was signed on the 12th of February 2015 between Russian President Vladimir Putin and Ukrainian President Petro Poroshenko. Angela Merkel and François Hollande, heads of state of their respective countries at the time, acted as mediators. As you may have guessed from the name, the agreements were signed in Minsk, the capital of Belarus, which was more or less neutral ground back then. What was actually in the agreements? The Minsk Protocol was made up of 12 points. The first and most important was an immediate ceasefire in the Donbass region. Then there was the withdrawal of fighters, mercenaries and military equipment from the conflict zone. Furthermore, Russia and Ukraine committed to prisoner exchanges and a law preventing people being prosecuted or punished for acts committed during the conflict. The agreements also recognised the two separatist regions of Donetsk and Lugansk as Ukrainian. The aim was to ensure peace in Ukraine and avoid future conflict. Well, that doesn't seem to have worked out then. The ceasefire was never really respected, right from the period immediately following the signature of the agreements. The prisoner exchanges were the only part that actually really happened. Ukraine never supported the agreement, which also included plans for decentralisation and constitutional reform recognising the special status of the Donbass region. That would have seen local elections held in Donetsk and Lugansk, strengthening the presence of pro-Russian representatives in the Ukrainian parliament, but they were never held. In 2019, new Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky took part in further negotiations in Minsk, once again alongside the OSCE. Arrangements were made for elections in the separatist regions, but the Ukrainian people made their opposition clear through protests. From then on, fighting intensified quickly. Are we saying the agreements no longer stand then? With tensions rising in February 2022, Vladimir Putin signed a decree recognising the independence of the two separatist republics of Donetsk and Lugansk. The next day he would state that the Minsk agreements no longer existed, with the invasion of Ukraine following just a couple of days later. There you have it. Now you know what the Minsk agreements are. In under three minutes, we answer your questions. What would you like to know about? Use the comments section to send us your questions.